some would play. Harmonia is a water-bound land where the gods used to intervene in men's lives, but in this lifetime seem to have forsaken the land to the qualms between the Eris and the Enyo, who seem hell-bent on destroying each other. Since everyone is out for all they can get, the heroes have been banded together to find the three ancient artifacts for a wealthy yet young merchant. The artifacts are rumored to be spread throughout Harmonia, across the two lands belonging to the Eris and Nenyo. It may be hard to find them, as people are moving to the capitals in anticipation of the war games, the only thing that keeps full-scale war from occurring. Welcome to Some Would Play, featuring Rico. I am a half-elf paladin named Pan Halcyon. And Matt. I am a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. Daphne. I am a halfling druid named Gyosaira Venfire. And Jenna. I'm a clerical elf named Lux Bellator. <laughs> I am your host, your dungeon master, Deborah. All right, are we ready for the... Rico recap. Rico recap. Oh, I missed it. I didn't time it. Rico recap. Damn, we suck. <laughs> Welcome back to Some Wood Play. On the last adventure, all four of the heroes were introduced to one another. They all signed a very lucrative contract by a very mysterious lawyer. It's a good, good, good adjective. Yeah, who has decided we need to go on a quest for three mythical objects. This guy's super lucrative. Of legends. Cronus's sickle, the robe and necklace of Harmonia, and the golden apple of Eris, also known as the golden apple of Discord. We have to get all of this done before the end of the war games, which start in one month. We have geared up. We got drunk. We did that. We went to a brothel. Mm. Well, we didn't go to a brothel. I think you went, went to a brothel. brothel. <laughs> One of us and went to a brothel. Then and then decided to bed down for the evening because it's never good to go travel um, on the road in the middle of the evening. I think that's about where we left off, yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I so. think that covers everything. Okay. Well done. DM. Good Rico recap. Okay, so we want to go into what happened last, or where we ended the up last Rico time. The Rico recap. No, I don't remember everything that happened, so don't don't depend on me because I I didn't take very good notes. But I'm going to take better notes this time. I do remember that after we had left the main capital city, what was the name of the city? Ithmia. Thank you. Uh, we came to a crossroads, and there was a sign, and we were going to head west, southeast. No, originally we were going to oh, head gotcha. west because that's where the head first west, clue young was men. for I really the... think we should have still, but well, hindsight, we got sidetracked. Well, no, we got sidetracked because yeah. as we were at the crossroads, there was a little birdie that came down on a sign oh, yeah. after the sign was glowing. <laughs> and and yeah. I interpreted it <laughs> and you then know, as I do. Druid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the druid talked to the little birdie and the birdie was telling us to go to the sea. <coughs> it just said, sea, sea, <laughs> sea. So we went to the sea, and as we were see down on the beach, I fought a cube. 
Yeah, you did. And no, you got you. sucked up by a cube. We <laughs> fought it. Let me out. This is not a dance. Let yeah. me out. <laughs> and uh, we found on the beach a golden potion, a golden Bow. potion of supreme healing. And on the bottom of the vial that the little potion was in was an apple. The potion was gold. So I put two and two together and thought that this potion had something to do with the golden apple of <coughs> Discord. And we um, talked to the fishermen on the boats and decided to go to Pelican Town. We got to Pelican Town. Everybody in this little, little, it's like a big city. This little seaside city is is in incredibly good health despite being hard, regular, blue-collar laborers. So we think that this alchemist that we need to meet in this town is doing something to give everybody this glowing good looks and this amazing good health. That's all that I remember, though. Um, That's about it. That was the Oh, okay. Well, I guess (laughs) I did remember everything. Rico recap. I guess I did remember everything. All right, so see? I did good, Matt. I did good. I remembered. And now we're, we're all sleeping now. You done growled. Uh, we had, yes, we had yeah, we stopped were, for the evening oh, to, yeah, we were in the to rest. So we're here in Pelican Town, and we're doing some shopping, getting some information, and everybody is super, super rude when we try um, and ask about the <clears throat> alchemist, which, I mean... Some of our party members are asking really weird questions and being really spastic. That's because they're from beyond the mist, so they've probably never seen decent civilization. But wow! <laughs> every time we try and find unf- in- information from the alchemists, they start to like get pushy and get really rude. And tell us um, not to bother the old man. Tell us not to bother the old guy. So I think... This alchemist is doing something with one of the relics, and this town is benefiting from it. They say they don't know what any of these legends or relics are, but I think that's a lie. I probably should have made a couple rolls for motive sense or something like that, but I didn't. That's my fault. We bought some new weapons. Somebody bought 50 feet of rope. Uh, um, The dragon got a nice red cloak, and somebody bought a little recorder. Uh, and we finally made our way back to the alchemist, and we've knocked on the door, and we were greeted by a younger gentleman who's not an old gentleman, who obviously left the uh, sign up. So we're getting ready to introduce ourselves to this guy, and hopefully try and talk to the alchemist, and get somewhere on one of these relics. And that's where we left off. All right, so we were in Pelicanburg. Pelican Town, not Pelican Bird. <laughs> it's Pelican Mill, actually. It's Pelican Town. We were in Pelican Town, Pelican and we Town. finally got to talk to the alchemist who was decades and decades and decades old and found out that he makes potions out of a magic well with water that ceases aging or reverses aging. And But he, but he looks young. Yeah. yeah. So young. probably reverses aging then. And um, the whole town, that's why everybody looks so healthy and so nice and neat. But they don't like to talk about it because I guess it's like their super secret elixir of life or whatever, but it's stupid. Anyway, Jenna went out to <laughs> go look at the well and then fell down a hole like a big dummy. Like a big old dummy. <laughs> so we had to use some of Daphne's rope to rescue her. Thanks, Daph. Uh, Which we all talk so much shit about. Yep, until you needed it. Right. <laughs> yep, the rope. And, um, yeah, the rope. Okay. <laughs> we talked to him. He got nervous. We asked about the apple. I think uh, somebody bought some 
Oh, Jelsira bought some men's potions for her cycles. <laughs> that and did happen, didn't it? That did happen. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, might, shit. Might need him, you know? Yep. It's a long and, journey um, ahead of us. By the time we overstayed our welcome, the guards came in and told us we had to move along, and we all agreed, all right, it's time to go. And we started on a four-day trek into the forest so we could try and find the source of the wellspring that uh, the alchemist was making potions out of. On the way there, we ran into a little treant. Um, it followed us for a couple days. Then we ran into some stupid pixies. He was so cute. Yeah, he was. And we ran into some pixies, and we had to get in some fight with some pixies because they were dicking around with More like um, Lux. bitches. Yeah, ex- absolutely. And um, so we took care of the pixies, and we finally got to the edge of the forest and bedded down for the last day. And that Isn't it is- the burnt forest? Is that what it's called? Or what's the forest called again? The Acmonian Wood. That's it, Acmonian, Acmonian Wood. Woods. I wrote different. that down. Yeah, I didn't. Thank it's you. to the west. <laughs> and um, well, that's, that's where we ended the game, getting ready to head into the forest after murdering a band of pixies that came to mess with us. Fucking assholes. Because we don't play that, we don't play that shit. No, we breathe fire on that. Oh, Except- yeah, we got to see the dragonborn actually blow fire. Uh, successfully after like the seventh try. <laughs> right. I was about to say I like how um, Rico makes it sound like you guys did such a great job when really <laughs> we fumbled through that whole you thing. Guys did not hit That's anyone. not how I remember it. I remember us slaughtering those fairies like it wasn't a darn thing. <laughs> so we got into the Acmonian Wood, and we got attacked by bats because our druid doesn't know how to walk over tree um, roots. <laughs> We handily right. and easily smashed all four of those bats. Yeah, very easily. Not 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 mm. one I killed trouble. The, I killed the crap out of one of those bats. Yep, and um, Pan popped one of their heads like a grape. I, um, I drank some bats. After that, we started to look for some source of water or something, and um, Jelsira found an owl who is now just hanging around for some reason. Owls are weird. We, uh, we shouldn't trust them, though, because they are raptors and apex predators. Yep. Side note, everybody, that may come back and hurt us in the future. Ari uh, uh, pissed Ari, off a tree. Ari might have bat aids from drinking That's bat blood. That's called baits. <laughs> Let's be sensitive. I'm feeling a little weak. <laughs> and um, it was a pretty uneventful trek through the Acmonian Wood until we had to cross a um, rope bridge. There were two... A mile-long rope there bridge. There were two... Uh, Amazing rescues. Ari rescued Lux, and then Pan rescued Ari. And then we came into a clearing that was protected by some sort of blessed barrier. And we had found three huts that were adorned with, um, like, holy symbols. And that's where we left off before also, we started. Also, one had smoke coming out of it, yep. so it's recently been inhabited. Or still is. Um, so that's where we left off. We were going to start investigating why this clearing is blessed and who, or if anyone lives in these, well, you said they were like meager, like modest, just regular huts, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're very meager, modest huts. So we've gotten into the Acmonian wood and there were three paths. There was a left path, a right path and a path going forward. We took the path going forward. I thought you said you didn't remember this. Shut up. 
And because... Um, <laughs> Let Rico do the recap. Nobody ever... I mean, it was the less traveled path, so we just assumed we would take the less traveled path because it was bound to lead to somewhere. Um, Actually, well, it was my he- suggestion that we went the most traveled path. Can we just, you know, remember me being smart for just... Whose recap is this? Okay, you go it's, ahead. You recap it. Uh, that's all I remember. <laughs> all right. So I'm we just gonna went shut up on the, the path the going time. straight because um, it was Ooh, a less I traveled remember. path and we thought we'd get somewhere. And then we ran into this um, mystic shield that was controlled oh, by three yeah. druids. And we tried to get into the shield unsuccessfully and they zapped um, Ari with lightning. Assholes. And um, wrapped him up in vines. So we decided to leave and we went back I'm to... I'm beginning to think that Ari is a real... Um, Disability. Nope, not at all. And liability is the word you were looking Thank for. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> so we went back what and I was took the That is the word I was path looking to for. the left. And as we were taking that path to the left, we found a little shack with an old fighter named Adani. And um, we talked to Adani about the druids, and they are the Voldemorts of the forest. Um, nobody speaks their names because they're bad guys, obviously. And um, we found out there was an animal ha- an animal path further into the woods that we could take to possibly get what? Yeah, that down didn't somewhere. We, you just remember it. Didn't we go this. across Jesus some Christ. kind of bridge? Or yeah, that something? was yeah, this was that bridge. was yeah, that, that was on the way to Adani's. That was the right. path. That was on the the path. That was in the middle path. <clears throat> so right? fuck yeah. that recap. Anyway, we made it. That I guess that's all. We killed then, a spider. Uh, we fought a spider. We did kill spider. That was after Donnie, wasn't it? No, that was before because we told her oh, we killed the spider oh, and she gave me right. a shield. Yeah, she I was super Adani. happy about Adani. us killing that spider. I yep. liked yeah. Donnie. I thought Donnie was really oh. sweet. And also, she was in the games. That's right. She escaped from a the games. former, yeah. right. Yeah. She escaped from them. That's why she was living out in the Aquamonian wood by herself. And she was real nervous, I remember, about us. Um, oh, yeah. Making our presence known. Yeah, and I wrote down that I'm super pissed at the druids. Yep. So. Did you? And she told us there was an animal oh. path that could possibly help us get back to the alcove, the clearing where the druids were. And but we also found out that the druids are um, citizens of the country we're in now, but they're on the wrong side of the border. <gasps> That's right. Remember that? Yep. Ari? So yep. Yep. Uh, we're going to go inspect this animal path and see if we can get into the area where the druids are. And if not, then we will probably continue across the border to go let the people on the other side know that they have invaders living on their land yeah, to see if they can help us out. And um, as we were getting ready to go into the animal path, we bedded down for the evening, and that was where we ended the game. Last episode, we decided to start making our way down the animal path. Um, We didn't know exactly where it was, but our druid sent their animal companion out to go find out where it was, gave us a hint of what to look for. So we actually found the animal path. As we started to make our way through the animal path, we got attacked by two black bears, um, which we handily defeated. Handily defeated. And then uh, our cleric, for some reason, was just like, I'm just going to go slit their throats. And our paladin was like, oh, uh, no, you're not, and decided to push the cleric. And they were like, what? What the frick? And I was like, the the threat's over. We can just leave. And then I was like, like, okay. Oh, yeah. And then we left. That makes sense. And so we started back down the animal path that we finally found, and we made it to the barrier again of the three druids, which means we've also crossed the border into the other nation. 
We uh, cross the river again. Seven the mile-long river. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, call and, Jack uh, White. We decided that we were going to rest for the evening to see if the barrier weakened, maybe while the druid slept. Other way, otherwise, we don't have a way into it that we're But we of. also did notice that they were still there. And speaking some dumbass half-elf bullshit stuff. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, I'm half-elf. Fuck you, first of all. <laughs> also, it was a it was Racist. a mix. It was a mix of Elvish and Celestial. Yeah, and Elvish and some other stuff. So uh, like, I know Infernal. Elf. Um, don't ask why the Paladin can speak with demons. It's irrelevant. But <laughs> I can't speak Celestial. I gotta tell you, I don't need to know. <laughs> so, I can speak Celestial, and the shit didn't make sense. Do you speak Elvish? Yes. Well, you I'm didn't actually elf. roll to see if you actually understood what they were saying. Yeah, you could have. Oh, that you were just like, oh, I kind of, I kind of. That's recognized. Yeah, you could have listened a little bit closer and probably heard exactly what they were this saying. Is the okay, well, speak. you know, this is a learning experience. Exactly, right? And, um, and here we are. Yeah, we decided about. to take a rest so we could attack under the cover of night or investigate. Investigate. Wait, attack? Okay. Investigate okay. Okay. under right, the cover right, of darkness. Definitely attack. And that's that's where we ended. And now everybody's caught up with and the Rico recap. We put Ari in shackles. Uh, we didn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, side quest, I mean, the recap would be like, we just finished getting the, we got the golden apple of Discord, is that what it's called? Yep. So we got yep. it, and we're, we're just camping out, right? Yeah, so you're, you're camping out, and... Oh, are we just going full bore right into it? I got, like, the path. Yep, the I guess path, so. The path is crummy, and we set up camp. Last week, we, um, we, we, we heard a noise, Pan heard a noise, and woke, woke Ari up. We went to uh, see what's going on. We ran into two dragonborn. They enchanted Pan. They uh, hid him away in the little cave. Uh, Ari went into their cave with them and um, was like, what's going on? They said they'd feed him. They gave him tea instead. It's not food, but (laughs) here we are. Um, They said that they were looking for the magical artifacts, which we are also looking for. And we have one, but we did not tell them that because you know what? Keep our cards close to the chest. Uh, they said that they could use magic to get the other two because they're not worried about the golden apple of discord because they're in cahoots with those crappy druids who are going to get it someday, whether it be from me or from karma. I assume karma is going to duel out to him before I can come back, but uh, they're in cahoots. And so they said they were going to use magic to bring the other two, the robe and the necklace, to them and asked if we would help. I, uh, Ari said, yeah, sure, we'll help. And uh, apparently that meant that uh, I was agreeing to them uh, sacrificing Pan into this weird little lake in their cave. Uh, Ari wasn't having any of that. And flashbang, we were back out on the path and attacked by a snake, which we killed. And it poisoned us. Uh, Pan was able to lay on hands and heal Ari's poison. Like a boss. Like a boss. And um, that's where we are. That's where we'd left off. Yeah, I don't think we was... need to recap the side quest, do we? All right, we I mean, are I... not recapping the side quest. I assume it'll be just in line with the episodes, yeah. not bonus <laughs> content. I mean, we did stuff. so You did do stuff, but that means we also normally have a Rico recap. Oh, I can't remember. I legit cannot remember what happened last game. Like Rico, that was I'm not being the really disappointed game. in you. That's like perfectly the third fine. Third time. This is actually the first time that I haven't legitimately remembered. I always yeah, say you know, I don't, don't remember, remember, but I I actually do remember. 
All right. Most of the time. Dude, I wrote down so much nonsense. I wasn't even drinking. Like, what? All right. So. None of this makes any sense. So, Ari and Pan got back from the farmer's house to find Lux and Galsira wrapped up in some giant spider's web. Um, Ari, who was very wise and very brave, slowly cut them out with his short sword, doing absolutely no damage to them uh, at all with his surgical precision. (laughs) That's a lie. I know. Shut up. (laughs) Um, Eventually freed them, and then we got snuck attacked by a spider. Snook attacked. Snook attacked. <laughs> and um, we quickly dispatched that spider and continued on our walk to where we were hoping was Aspasia after a crow in the mystical, magical Ekmonian wood gave us a sign that said, Aspasia, Aspasia. And then <laughs> Lux, being as brilliant as she is and seeing omens and everything, said, hey, you know what, guys? We should probably head towards Aspasia. We all agreed with her quite heartily <laughs> and made our way to Aspasia, where we found this big, huge 36-foot wall, and um, Ari... Which is three stories, we being, also found yeah, out. Yes, three stories, whatever, 36 feet, three 12, stories. <laughs> 12 foot per story. Being the dexterous ninja that he is, just bounded up over wow. the wall in one leap. <laughs> and I like this Lux, recap better. Lux, the cleric in her heavy armor, also bound that wall um, with... No problem whatsoever. <laughs> and then Pan threw the halfling <laughs> with his immense strength up over the wall where Ari then caught her. And take us, takes us <laughs> 10 damn moves to kill a spider, but you give us a 36 footer. <laughs> and we're like, 20, 20, 20. <laughs> and we, we all eventually got over to the wall where it became mystically dark for some reason. We found out there was some sort of curfew. And we, we, uh, Gelsira, Lux, and Ari were bound and captured by soldiers. And then Pan got to meet um, the Demarcus Marzin of Aspasia, who is the ruler of the area. He is the Demarcus of Aspasia. That's what I said, the the Demarcus. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, found out that he is a betting man who loves blood sport and trains people for the war games. Um, Pan, being magnanimous as he always is <laughs> bargained for his allies' freedom if he volunteered to fight in the pit for them and we were getting ready to gear up to fight in um this game of sport at the demarcus's pleasure and that's where we ended the last game that be a is beautiful that was just the most Th- beautiful that was the thing best rico ever. recap to date so on the last episode of some would play we got into Aspasia and we met yep. the Demarcus Marzan of Aspasia. He was the, or he is rather, the ruling governor of this town or hamlet or whatever. Um, and my poor dumb friends got Aww. roped into um, a match, a combat match, because the Demarcus Marzan of Aspasia loves his blood sport, as do the people in his town. And the brave, courageous Pen, being (laughs) as selfless as he is, said, you know what? I'm going to join them. And if we win, you have to set us free. And, well, uh, we then got thrown into this giant ring. And we had to face the 45-time champions. 
76. 76. Oh, my goodness. 76-time champions. I guess. Spoiler alert. Not anymore. Half ogres. <laughs> right. And there was an epic battle between the party of four and two half ogres. Not just one, but two. And during that heroic fight, um, our resident druid, Gelsira, decided that she was going to, you know, just on a whim, shapeshift into a big, giant grizzly Beast bear. Mode. And um, eat one of them while our monk, with his miraculous flurry of blows, felled another one with just his bare fist. And the cleric being, I don't know, the cleric made sure that nobody was hurt or died. She did a really good job of keeping us alive. And um, I really didn't do a whole lot because they were more worried about their bear than they were for me. There's that buzzing again. I heard it. And since we'd won the... um, the game of sport uh we were invited back to the demarcus marzan's um mansion house whatever as we were the, now the new champions of this town and of this little hamlet or town in aspasia and um a wicked chess game ensued because the demarcus marzan has or is rumored to have the sickle of chronos so there was a wager, Pan did something stupid, um, but it turned out, you know, to be for the good. Okay. And oh, then, I forgot how risky that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Risked the golden apple of discord to, uh, there for, is, yeah, right, right here for the Cyclo Kronos. Oh, and way, that's the golden apple of discord. The microphone. entire time that I was playing this chess game with the brilliant. Buzzing. Oh, okay. It's good now. The brilliant the demarcus marzan of aspasia my three compatriots were off sneaking about and looking for things and i don't know finding hidden trap doors i really don't know what they did while i was in that chess game because it was a serious chess game and we don't know what we did either. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the chess game uh the demarcus marzan was whisked off to by his staff who needed his attention and we three were whisked off to our rooms and i believe that's where we'd ended that that episode. Did I miss anything? Oh, so we went, we went to our rooms. Yes. Yeah. Oh, then you we did, did mention sleep. Pan One, right? Yeah. Okay, ah. Sorry. Oh, ah. I if, I don't know if I did. If I didn't, yes, Pan One. Pan won the chess game. So, the last episode was a one hundred percent disaster. <laughs> And you were naked for a lot of it. Uh, I think what, it was awesome. What should have been a nice regular evening of rest and relaxation. Um, I disagree. Ari and Jelsira and Lux went sneaking around back up to the game room to try and open the trap door that they had found while we were, while Pan was playing chess with uh, the Demarzin. The Demarcus, woo, the Demarcus Marzan of Aspasia. Ooh, I like the contraction there, though. That was good. And there was a book that was found that nobody can read. Because it turned into part of a rat. Yep, Gelsira shapeshifted into a rat after Ari figured out a combination lock to get a trap door open. Unfortunately, the trap door only opened six inches. So we sent, well, a rat went down in there. Come to find out that it was... Gelsira, and she hasn't come back up yet. So we were playing Chinese checkers and trying to figure out a way to open this trap door. And the guards 
didn't know their place and didn't know who they were talking to, so they decided to come up and try and escort us down to our rooms. And talk all that mad shit. Yeah, they were talking a lot of shit, and they should know their place a little bit better. They're, They're the about help. to learn it. <laughs> so they said, hey, you guys are going to have to go down to your rooms, or this is going to get messy, and... Ari, wasting no time, said, well, I've got something to say about that, and breathed a cone of fire on the guards. <laughs> and then <laughs> that leaves Pan standing there with just nothing but a towel. Naked as hell. Yep. Stuck in this game room with four guards who now have swords and are on fire. <laughs> and we're about to get in this fight. And Lux is in the background just rolling her eyes. <laughs> um, In this game room with four guards who are armed and armored uh, versus Ari, Lux, and Pan. By the way, Pan's in nothing but a towel, but he's still butt naked. And that's where we left off. Just it was a uh, ding dong, flopping, flopping. Yeah, it could have been great. Um, <laughs> but we decided we were going to make this difficult on ourselves. Welcome to as your personal all D&D campaign should be. <laughs> so uh, I think some of us are going to be ready to re-roll new characters, but we'll find out at the uh, climax of this session. All right. So there was nice an altercation Sorry. with. <laughs> I would say so. The Demarcus Marjan of Aspasia. We were able to save Gelsira, who snuck into the wizard's private chamber. She was then captured. As a mouse. Rat. A rat. rat. She was a rat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and she was captured um, because wizards are crafty and tricksy. The Demarcus Marzan, no exception to that. Um, as we were upstairs trying to get into the trap door that... Ari had found. I tried to dismiss the guards using, you know, my lofty status <laughs> as a noble, and they were having That was quality, it. by the way. Yeah, it was. Sure. Can't and wait for them to hear this. Because they weren't listening to me, a fight broke out. It was quite the brawl. Ari had to use his fire breath to set the room ablaze, embers crackling fire licking up the sides of the walls and the doors pan butt naked because he was in a bath and was interrupted <laughs> dick swinging uh, and i think you even predicted swinging. it majestic dick swinging. i think pan knew what was gonna and happen there was, like was some hoping. crafty magic trick to getting the door to open all the way so we whispered the magic words we were able to get into the demarcus marzan secret room when we were down there, a fight broke out. The wizard attacked Ari first. So Bound we my hands to, and shit. Yep. And Bullshit. stuck you up against the wall. Yeah, I thought I was head when to get raped. So <laughs> I had to shoulder tackle him while I was naked. I meant to. And then while I was naked, there was a oh. holy smite that knocked him out. And then I'm trying to chase it down, but I have no idea. Pan, being the stupid idiot that he is, decided, oh, let's not kill. Ooh, that's terrible. Let's not kill the Demarcus. Let's go ahead and just, you know, leave him stabilized. Oh, that's what it is. <clears throat> and we found the sickle of Kronos, one of the three mystical artifacts of the land, the Eris and the Enyo. And we made our escape out of the secret chamber um, back upstairs into the castle. 
Um, we stopped by my room, so my pan's room, so we could get armored and equipped. And as we were making our way out, we got attacked by a host of guards throwing javel- javelins and arrows. The Demarcus was throwing fireballs at us, um, every single one of us. Yeah, it was wild. Gelsira turned into a bear. <laughs> it was a whole wild thing. And there was a lava she pit. She went from rat to bear super way quick. too easily. And there was an epic battle out in the courtyard of the Demarcus Marzans estate where we hacked our way through the gates that were closed on us. It's definitely Gelsira, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's Harchie. Oh, yeah, Gelsira. Well, Gelsira, I, th- I think that. Because you guys say jelly all the we time. Say oh, jelly, say Gelsira, but, but you know. We say jelly, and then that became Gelsira, but it's right. definitely Harji Gelsira. But and Daph has also said Gelsira. Which she can only say because the Harji is at the beginning of the word. Gelsira, <laughs> with all her druidic wisdom, turned into a bear and picked up the Demarcus Marzan by his throat and mauled him repeatedly into the bars and into the ground and crushed his stupid wizard head right there in his own courtyard. We then ran through the gate and are making our Jail epic Syra escape 2020. through um, Aspasia. We've outrun the guard so far. We've killed the Demarcus Marzan, and now we just have to find our way out. That's where we left off. I love it. That's so after be important for our, listeners. our defeat of the Demarcus Marzan, we were trying to escape Aspasia. On our way out, it happened to be dark enough and late enough in the evening that the curfew in the town took effect, which made our escape relatively easy. We were able to find a stable, and we were able to su- successfully steal three horses. Thanks um, to Pan. Uh, Pan and... Um, Ari helped because he was able to attack them up silently. Oh. And we were able to steal three horses. And on the way out of the city, um, we were stopped by four guards. Um, We bulldozed our way past the guards, got one of the two gates open, and could flee safely from the city. Um, On the way out of the city gates and down the road, we were then tracked by four vicious bloodhounds. Um and Mastiffs. Mastiffs, thank you. Vicious Mastiffs. And Pan nobly sacrificed himself to put himself between the party. Nobly, and he's dead Mastiffs. now. <laughs> and sacrificed. Uh, it wasn't much of a sacrifice because he thoroughly handled all four of those Mastiffs and then collapsed face down from exhaustion. Um the party came back for him and we found a nice little um shrine. To rest in for the evening, Apollo, right? Mm-hmm. Shrine of Apollo. Um, and then we rested and recovered because we were so horribly exhausted. And Let continued to travel go. down south um, until we ran into a camp of people coming from the city of Suburma, where we found that there is this misty death wall that surrounds the city every evening after the sun goes down. And we pledged ourselves to help the city of Suburma um to go hopefully solve their mystery and then we rested for the evening and that's where we ended up that was a really quick hour it really was it was like we did a whole lot in that hour but it was a lot of fun but yeah it it really was i mean it's like every episode is the best episode i know right it's just great. It's getting funner. I'm and, kind oh, yeah. of getting better at those. In the, in the process, Pen and Ari leveled up to three. So we had to escape Aspasia after we killed the Demarcus Marzan. They should call it Escapesha. 
Absolutely. <laughs> and um, as we were escaping Aspasia, we started getting tracked down by these big, huge mastiffs. Um, we were only able to discuss successfully steal three horses because um, oh, the right. paladin and the uh, the ninja, the monk, <laughs> should have been better at that. But we failed horribly. So we stole three horses. Um, on the way out, we were getting... <laughs> You remember, you remember us stealing it's the three coming, horses? It's all yep. coming back now. And as we were escaping the city on our horses, Pan jumped off the horse because they were being trailed by mastiffs, um, these big hunting mastiffs. And Pan, being the armored tank that he is, decided that he was going to hop off the horse and save his friends. Uh, turned out to be no difficulty at all. I think of the four mastiffs, I think Pan only got bit once, and then he smashed them all to a bloody pulp there on the road to Aspasia. And um, collapsed on the road from exhaustion because it had been a whole night of fighting the Demarcus. It had been a whole night of fighting guards. been a whole night of trying to escape the city. And um, Damn, luckily... Pan does a lot of work. No, nah, it's just what the tank does. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> and uh, because Avari keeping a steadfast eye out for the paladin knew that, we had to, that they had to come back and get him. So they came back and they got him. And we ran into a camp on the side of the road camp was being manned by a gentleman named adrian who was coming from the city of suburma um because in the evening suburma is surrounded by this wispy wall of death and it's become known as suburma the city of walled death and we were instructed to meet christoph in the sanctuary of aeolus but we went also known as areolas yep that's it but we decided to wait until the daytime because we didn't want to transverse transverse through like the a, wall of death. Like a titty. Because we didn't know uh, what would happen to us. So we eventually got to the sanctuary of Aeolus, um, let him know that we had spoken with Adrian. We learned that a little girl named Estevia, who was four years old, had disappeared. And after that disappearance, the wall started to um, be more apparent and happen every evening. And um, I think the night was falling and we were in the sanctuary of Aeolus with Kristoff and trying to learn about the Wall of Death and where it came from. And I believe that's exactly where we left okay, off. So the wall appears at sunset, right? Yeah. I think that that's now now all of my notes are making sense. Yeah. I, be- I think I'm pretty sure that's where it, does that sound about right? Yeah. Does that sound about right yeah. where we left off? I'm just excited about the city of Wall Death. This sounds yeah, awesome. Suburma. Yep. I hope we get to go there. Well, we're there. We're we're in, right. we're in the sanctuary. Oh, huh. We're in the city. We're in Suburma. So we're in it. Yeah, we're in so Suburma. We're in it. All right, so we didn't have to fight the Wall of Death yet. No, because we'd right. gotten there fortunately before nighttime. Well, that's good. Does that sound right, DM? That sounds just about exactly right. Yes. Nailed it. I hate that I'm the one that has to do this every time. No, I don't. I don't hate it. <laughs> Your say, name I mean, sounds really good with Rico. So, You're the best at it, but we can take turns. We talked to Kristoff. We killed a dragon. <laughs> oh, we haven't got there yet. While we were in Suburma, found out a little bit about a grove where the children all went and played. We learned that Estiva had a little friend who was the daughter of the general goods store. We spoke with the blacksmith. Um, there was a little investigation going on to see if we could figure out what caused the death or where the death happened or things of that nature. Bought some rations. CSI D&D. Uh, yeah, it was pretty much an <laughs> info gathering episode. We eventually got to the grove, um, did some tree climbing, dug through some leaves and 
sadly found the remains of Esteva. Yeah, most depressing episode ever for sure. Um, who, People don't like God, their kids. right? <laughs> Whose kind of body had like been scavenged by I don't know wildlife werewolves. And it's the SBU probably edition. Werewolves. Probably werewolves. And we <laughs> learned that um, she died probably from a broken neck, likely from falling out of the tree, which was her favorite hiding spot. Um, while they were playing hide and seek, which was weird because they weren't playing hide and seek that day. Exactly. But they, but we found a Steve's corpse face down in um, what was what face was? up, face up, face up, yeah, face, face up, up, ass in down, a hiding spot. That's the way we like. So to it's really weird that we found the around. body of the dead girl <laughs> face up in a hiding spot on a day that they weren't playing hide and seek. And as we were trying to put clues of this case together, we saw what's appeared to be the form of our destroyer flying through the air um blowing fire away from us into the grove but slowly flying in our direction turned out to be a big huge horrible black weenid winged dragon no weenid they weenid. weren't correct in that uh dragon and he's got all the daft pronunciation yeah. <laughs> weenid and uh that's where we ended because we were deciding if we were going to run or fight and i think we had agreed to run so we had already been to suburma the city of walled death we talked to Kristoff. we found out when oh i don't have the little girl's name Aeolus? Steva. Or, oh, Steva. Steva. Aeolus? That's a different piece with We had found out that Steva had died, I think, by murder. Other people think by falling out of a tree because she loved to play hide and seek, but they weren't playing hide and seek. Anyway, I digress. And uh, right. we stayed up to the end of the evening and actually confronted the wall of death. Inside the Wall of Death were vampires, and the monk had noticed that this was similar to other breaches in other realms, Forgotten Realm. Yes. And we investigated that a little bit further, and we found Cole the Tanner, who we'd met in the previous episode, running into a gold mine. And I like to run with hunches, so Cole definitely is trying to blur the, the, the thing's the, the realm, realm between yeah. the, free, the forgotten realm. I have no why. evidence to that, yeah. but I feel like it's the thing. Yeah. So that's the assumption. I wrote down on. the name Carissa. What was that? She oh, explains that was it all. Uh, no, Carissa was the ta- <laughs> not the Tanner, but the. Black- <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Oh, she, she, was the, she was the blacksmith's daughter. I'm a secret. Remember comedian. the one she, we talked to her for a minute because she was one of the last people to be with Estiva. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, and then she. So her, that's her friend, trend. right? Carissa is her friend. friend. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stevia, Stevia, the worst. A stevia, not to be confused with the Splenda. Right, a Splenda. In no the recap. last episode, we <laughs> good job, Ari. Delved deeper into the gold mine. We thought we had a hit on two cents of where we could follow coal. One of the cents led us to a dead end. Basically, it was a mine. Do we need shaft. to get XP? All we did was loot stuff. <laughs> Hey, some, I mean, I've hey, only been doing did smart shit. I, no, I've only been doing XP at the beginning of the next time we re- re- got record. It. Okay, that's fair. That's fine. Yeah, I got tons for getting all that shit. And we found a uh, Heidi who you don't get any hole. XP for getting that stuff. And Ari <laughs> and I found a Heidi loot hole. We found a Heidi loot hole. <laughs> a Heidi loot hole. 
a Heidi Lou. Oh, a Heidi Lou. <laughs> no, I remember you scraping at dirt for a couple times. Well, yeah, but I knew what it was. I just couldn't the get Heidi to Lou it. Bowl. I just didn't notice it first. <laughs> and, and I didn't know what it, what it was. I just couldn't get to it. And so we spent a, a vast majority stuck in this cave with a child murdering tanner <laughs> somewhere in these caves alleged alleged child murder <laughs> and libel laws ari and gelsira decided to stay up in a room with no doors and just steal stuff over and steal over and over again choir <laughs> it was just there and then finally the paladin and the cleric got tired of it and started to walk to go find Cole because there are more pressing matters at hand and um, we had gone back to the big antechamber <laughs> because of the dead end and we started to make our way took so down the other long. path really yeah it took a way long we are time. now going from 15 more episodes to like 17, 17. more episodes yeah. At least. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Insidious plans. There was also a couple twists. Um, oh yeah, almost. <laughs> almost. Lux became a man. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey guys, Elsira grew three feet. Whoa! I'm and tall. the Whoa. paladin has had a alignment switch from lawful <laughs> good to chaotic crisis. evil. <laughs> Pan, so I really, midlife Pan, I really like your eyebrows lately. Where you been getting them done? Bro. This is going to be terrible. So, last adventure, we journeyed deeper into the old gold mine. We went one direction, and it was a dead end, but it was not entirely a dead end because there was a little loot hole that Matt. Ari decided to spend a lot of time in. Hey, it's important. I understand. To but get shit if shit yeah, is there. To we be know get. the loot holes back there. Um, we eventually talked him out of the loot hole Which when we've never gone back to anywhere. <laughs> we can go back to it when we heard um, loud roaring coming from down one of the tunnels, and it kept getting louder and louder and louder. Turned out to just be fake orgasms. Turned out to be fake. Yeah, turned out to be uh, another illusion, much like the fire-breathing black dragon. While we were um, inspecting the grave of what's the girl's name? Anybody remember the girl's name? Uh, I don't remember the girl's syphilis. name. Syphilis. Oh, Estiva. Mm-hmm. You used to call her Stevia. Yeah, we made fun of the sweetener yes. for a little bit. Um, and um, we followed the roaring run. sound to what we presumed was the direction where we would find coal. And not only did we find coal, but we had found an incubus. And this incubus was quite the challenge, as all of the damage we were doing was not enough to subdue the incubus. And then Lux had the brilliant, insightful idea to play the music box that used to belong to Estevia, as she was able to remember that incubi um, are susceptible to lullabies or music. So we subdued the succubus, incubus, whoa, incubus, and eventually got to Cole, who turned out to be nothing but a cowering little man-child. (laughs) Um, and uh, oh I almost forgot the important thing on the way to Cole um, some of us triggered a trap Um, that trap turned Jelsira into like a six and a half seven foot tall halfling basketball player yep Lux got turned into a man (laughs) and um, Pan got turned from um, lawful good to chaotic evil um, Ari was immune to it because monks have supernatural, preternatural awareness, and he knew where not to step because monks are that badass. And um, 
uh, again, we subdued coal. We started to leave the mines and got out to the mines where we were greeted by Kristoff and the rest of the village. And right now, Pan has the bloodlust. So he is prepared to kill Cole and Kristoff and everybody in this little shithole right. village. And, and the villagers don't know about you, right? No, nobody knows. So because like- um, on the way out, Lux charmed Pan to keep him oh, docile right. and subdued. So they're just like, oh, there's good old Pan. Yeah, well. <laughs> so I'm pretty good at the, the last episode, again. after we got out of the mines, Cole was hauled off by Kristoff and the townspeople after he confessed to um, using the accidental douche. death of Estiva to... Um, Sugar sub. Yeah. Try and hoard all of the newly found gold he found in a gold mine for himself. Cole was hauled off. We found out that there was an oracle, Kristoff's sister. Yes. yes. What was her name? I didn't write it down. I asked you to write it down. Dion. Dion. In the town of Kosanis, where we were to go and seek possibly hints or news about the robe and necklace of Harmonia, which is, which are the last relics that we're needing. Uh, so we left uh, Suburma to head out to uh, this town that was two days away. Um, after we slept for the night, Gelsira went back to normal halfling size. Pan's alignment switched back to lawful good. Nothing happened to Ari. We, is Lux still a dude? We don't know if Lux is still a dude or not because she's passed out. She got in between um, Pan and Cole and got her head knocked in the process. And we ran into some 40-foot lizard-type things that turned out to be just little tiny squashlings that were actually relatively easy. Got caught in some rain and made our way up to a farmhouse where it was answered by this beautiful buxom brunette who I am ready to plow. And that's where we left off in the last episode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, we were leaving Suburma, and we were headed towards Kosanis after Kristoff told us about a oracle who'd be able to assist us finding the next treasure that we were looking for. So as we left Suburma, we were walking on the road to Kosanis, which I realized was a name of one of the cities that was on the map that I had seen in the Dragonborn Cave. And as we were walking down down the road, I guess towards Kosanis, we were, what's the word I'm looking for? Beset on all sides by these giant <laughs> six-foot lizard-looking things. In a moment Wait, of- do we know that I'm knocked out? Yeah. I didn't get knocked out. The audience knows. The audience knows. They were, they listened to the last episode. Wouldn't that be part of the Rico recap, though? No. Oh. Because <laughs> that was technically the episode before that. Anyways, beset on all sides by, what were the name of those creatures? Quasits. Quasits, which are shape-changing, little reptilian-type looking creatures. And Pan did his best to protect Lux after he had brained her with his uh, warhammer. <laughs> Jelsira turned into a giant ferocious bear, and Ari did some fantastic monk magic, and pretty soon those creatures were swiftly dispatched without any of us really breaking a sweat. After we fought those creatures, we came across a farmhouse, in this farmhouse, we learned the history of the farmlands around about which family's been there the longest, who was the best family, 
things of that nature. I got cock blocked by Ari, which I was fantastic. So. No, you did. You totally cock blocked me. Did a, is that it the one me. where we? It was definitely jelly because I was yeah. all about going out. And oh, helping was it in jelly that cock blocked yeah, me? Fucking off. Oh, okay. My apologies. I was like, let's go do some work, <clears throat> and then I did some work, and you know, jelly totally cock blocked. Um, pen. Um, so we did a little work on the farm. At least Ari did a little bit of work on the farm. Oh, yeah. Went out and helped with a ton of work. I was awesome. Yeah, hay or crop or corn or whatever the hell crop they had. Didn't feel like we had much else to do. Yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot <laughs> to do. That's good. And then we left that farmhouse and went past another farmhouse, which we didn't even pay attention to. We just fucked right off because we were trying to get to Kosanas. So we get into Kosanas. And we were informed that at the time of the day, the best place to go is the Prancing Centaur, which is a eatery and inn where we all decided to go to rest for the evening. On our way to find uh, Dion, Oracle of Kosanas, by way of Hallis, who is the first contact that we are supposed to meet anytime we need to go to consult the oracles. So we got to the Prancing Centaur, we got something to eat, we bedded down for the evening. At the end of the day's trip, Pan was no longer chaotic evil, Lux is no longer a guy, and Gelsira is back to being a three-foot halfling instead of a six-foot halfling. Fulling. We'll call it a fulling. <laughs> and that's where we ended the episode, with a belly full of food and some nice accommodations before we begin our next day's adventure to find... Um, Hollis, who was uh, just, what, one street uh, over, up the block a little bit, who is the first point of contact who we're supposed to meet because we've got to go, I guess, let him know that we're here to speak to Dion, <coughs> the Oracle of Kosanas. So we woke up in Kosanas, ready to find Hollis. But before we decided to do that, we decided to go do a little shopping. Went to a jeweler's. Found out the jeweler is crazy, and it wasn't really the jeweler. Uh, went to a haberdasher. Crazy um, and deaf. Yeah. And Lux ordered a hat. She also got some boots. And for anybody wondering what the boots were, they were boots of elven kind. She doesn't know what they are in game. They're a wondrous item, and the fact that she got them from this town of thieves is pretty incredible. And I also uh, got stabbed by <laughs> oh. because i was so stealthy sorry about that can i notice that i got stabbed because i was stealthy i want to know something yeah about, you hurt like, okay yeah. i hurt that's, <laughs> that's my you yeah. know you got stabbed you, well, you, got, stab you, you got blood she's asking if she can notice why she got stabbed you got stabbed so uh yes okay i will allow that all right sorry rico no it's fine and then lux also ordered a pretty leather hat uh <laughs> Not sure if that's going to be functional or what her intention is. But on it's that, also but made out of uh, holy cloth, and it's going to be leather. And you got ripped off because you told them I've got so much money. You oh my never God, know. I'm so rich. You never know. It's going to be. Her, suddenly you it gives know. her a plus I two intelligence. I just got knocked the fuck out by you, so I just want to have a little head protection right now. Yeah, okay? leather helmet's not going to. My help. head is a little sensitive right now. And <clears throat> Gelsira also ordered some boots. You ordered boots, right? I did order boots. You ordered boots. I also traded my nugget of gold in. So we have uh, like a two-day wait in this town of Kosanis for them to get their pretty clothes made. And pretty, 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 pretty. I just want to find Hollis <laughs> and get to 
Dion at at the the Oracle at the temple. Well, we gotta head back to a tavern. So but we've got to go to the tavern first, yes, because we got to get a bottle of sweet wine that we got to give to Hollis because we found out Hollis is a woman. Um, I always thought it was a man. That's what I get for just assuming genders. It's my fault. My apologies. But I, I just thought it was a guy. Maybe they're gender fluid. I can't believe fluid. you assume gender. Gosh, I know. I'm the so worst. Awful. Actually, Hollis may have started out you're as like, a man and like turned worse into a woman Hitler. during this Yeah, time, I am. So I'm pretty did, bad. Hollis, a lot of gender Hollis, switching last episode. Yeah, Hollis might be uh, trans. That's true. But then wouldn't we just refer that to Hollis as their preferred pronoun? That would be a great name <laughs> If we knew their preferred pronoun at the time. Well, that's true. Well, that's why you can always use they. You can always use they. I just hope they're wearing a button that has their... Their the preferred pronouns. pronoun. Yeah. So it was a pretty down episode. There, there. there wasn't a whole lot of intrigue. There wasn't a whole lot of action. It was mostly shopping to get pretty um, <laughs> and trying to sell some goods that we had acquired over over the past adventures. And it didn't go well. This town is full of people ready to rip off other people, but that's what you get when you but come to... But it's also the nicest town. Yeah, and it's, and it's sunny out, too. Any it's town, town in Eris, everybody's oh, but- trying to rip you off and pretty miserable it's- and... It's pretty Things much of that nature. like the Talbot We should visit Enyo at some point. We're, I think we're going to have to. So we... Go back. Craigslist Craig. I know. It's dead. We are officially in Kosanis. We met Hallis. Um, I like that you remember the names of places. <laughs> I, have, I have places and names written down, the, the important stuff. Kosanis. <clears throat> yep. And we met Hallis. We found out in order to have a meeting with Hollis, Hollis needed a special blend of wine. We met a very nice woman in Shirley in the Prancing Centaur who also owned a, a distillery, which was right next to the Prancing Centaur Inn. It's really, really weird. because well, her sister worked there. No, it was her. No, it, it was. was her sister. No, it was her. No. I'm no, pretty sure it was it her. Was sh- was it her sister? sister? And I, we made a joke that her yeah. name should be Laverne, and then it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Okay. <laughs> we missed a golden opportunity. Which All right. Um, so we buy the wine. We go to, I don't know, wherever Hollis is supposed to be. Uh, we have our meeting with Hollis. Hollis is abrasive and kind of a bitch at first. Drunk. And, and She's super drunk. And we let her know that we needed to meet with Dion, the Oracle of Kasanis. Kasanis. And she's like, well, you're not meeting my fucking sister, blah, blah, blah. So... We decided to get her drunk instead, because as everybody knows, drunk women are, are loose. of loose Herb morals. Lips. Yeah, <laughs> sink ships. So we all had a good time and got drunk with Hollis as we were drinking and I don't know, being jovial and having a good time. Then Ari and Gelsira went shopping, talked to some shopkeepers. Lux bought some boots and a hat. Elven uh, boots. Yeah, but at the time, we didn't know they were elven boots. They were just boots. And then we had two days to wait because um, it was going to take two days for them to make a stupid hat for a stupid elf head or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I think Jelsira also got something that was being made because Lux was able to get a discount if she brought in a friend that would also buy something. Do you remember that? Yep. I remember that. We found out a lot of people in this city have two professions or two businesses. One person will be a shopkeeper in one thing, and then we'll walk over to the next shop, and it'll be the same person. Um, Ari was getting ripped off for his emerald that he had found. It was a whole debate. Good times. If you don't remember, go back and listen to that. And then um, we got back to Hollis after doing some shopping. Then Lux and Pan um, got pulled upstairs where there was wild, debaucherous sex that was had. (laughs) And then Pan... Nope, not Pan. Ari 
And Josira decided to go off because they weren't invited to go upstairs and found <laughs> a strange watermill, um, a granary or something. I think it was a granary. Uh, they decided to get into it was a watermill. Yeah. And I, th- I think they ground up the grain from the water. Right. Yeah. Watermill, granary, potato, tomato. Mm. Oh, I remember now. Yeah. And then Ari pushed his way upstairs and Josira turned into a rat, cat, cat, bird. <laughs> Cat. Cat. Turned into a cat and made her way upstairs where they found Dion, the Oracle of Kosanis that we were looking for. There was some weird prophecy. They said that someone could not be trusted. And then they left to come back to the town where we have to wait, I guess, at least two days for somebody's hats to finish being made. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the next day we were going to meet Dion, maybe. The next day, I think we were too, yeah. Which we were supposed we to might have deal. fucked up by. Uh, we'll find out. Oh. Did I miss anything? Was that everything? Big fan. Did, did, I think it was. was you everything? walked. Yeah, so did right. they come? Did you guys come back to the to the town? Are yeah, they, they had to town? come back to the town. Jesus, did we? Deborah? Yeah, no, because she was she was done talking to us after she was right. like, "You can't trust your friends" or something. And then and she passed out. One of your friends, I forget what it was, but you know, yeah, she was down. Don't trust like, anybody. Yeah, so they're all after you. You got it, boss. Maybe she was just having a bad dream. Maybe it wasn't a prophecy. So it is now day two, dawn of another glorious day in Kasanis. We were told by a menagerie keeper that there was going to be an amazing <laughs> spectacle at high noon. In the, that's basically what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's a ringleader. And we get there and a town crier calls out, hear ye, hear ye, get ready for the execution of Calix, accused thief of... Lord Atreus's um, signet ring. We talk to Rhea, Calix's sister, and she swears up and down that her brother is innocent. Of course and, she would. Yep. She was also very forthcoming with information for four outsiders. Well, her brother's life is on the line. Yeah. So we found out that there is a already suspected thief in the town who is a halfling. Her name is Gelsira. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait a minute. His, name is, going on his here? name is actually Eugene. <laughs> so we went back to Hollis, our rogue friend, to see what information we could find out about Eugene. She says, oh, everybody knows Eugene. And she was going to then leave and go set up an appointment with Dion, the Oracle of Kasanis. So we took it upon ourselves to start an investigation to see if we could find either the missing signet ring of lord atreus or um if we could find eugene so we bluffed our way into a like shipping warehouse that calyx was in charge of and we were going to start the investigation because pan is pretty sure that calyx has been that looks really good has been framed um (laughs) who agrees with Rhea. Um, at the end of the last episode, we had successfully found a shipping ledger. We were able to find out like what this. the signet ring or what the house sigil of Lord Atreus looks like. And we had to do this in less than legal means because the magistrate of the area, Lord Acrisius, was out of town or not available at the moment. So when we left off, um, Gelsira was just about to perform a locate object. What was that spell? Locate object. Locate object. Yep. And I had uh, 
guidanced. Yeah, that's not that important. Yeah, so locate object is basically, if I see an object within 30 feet, I can locate it if it's within 1,000 feet. And even though we don't have the exact object, we did see the sig- sigil mm-hmm. of Lord Atreus along with Pan's noble reign. And between those two things... Pan's noble reign. Be- ring. Yeah. Right. Between, My signet ring. Between these two items, that should be sufficient enough for me to... Well, at least we hope. Right. Well, all we can do is try. Yeah. I mean, the execution is in one hour, um, so we're either going to find the ring or we're going to go watch Calyx get trampled. Or, Good times. or I'm going to let some elephants out. That's, yeah, there's that's that plan too. B. <laughs> that's where the there chaotic. Is that too. There is a plan B. That's the chaotic part of Gil Cyrus coming out. Are we doing the Rico <laughs> recap? All right. <laughs> so <clears throat> we have been dramatic? in this town for quite some time now. Um, what's the name of the town? Uh, I forget the name of the town. Casona recap. Is it Casonas? Oh, I don't think it's. Is it Casonas? It is Casonas. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've been in Casonas for a day or two now. We were supposed to come here to speak with yeah, um, the Oracle of Casonas, and in the process of shopping for boots and hats and bullshit, uh, there was boots and hats. We found out that there was a public execution that was going to be um, happening. Because somebody was accused of stealing a ring of a noble. In fact, Calix was the person accused of stealing the ring of Lord Atreus, who we come to find out has um, a terrible, terrible habit of losing and misplacing things. So we go to the um, town square, the center of the town, where they're getting ready to execute um, Calix. And uh, somebody, I don't know who. His sister. Rhea. Nope. That's not even where I was going. Oh, damn it. Sorry. Someone, I don't know who, decided it would be a really, really good idea oh. to turn into a predator and <laughs> spook all of the animals that are, um, A, getting lined up for the execution, and B, are just in this exotic animal menagerie who's run by a dude who probably also runs the hat shop, who probably also runs the jeweler, who probably oh, also yeah. runs everything else. <laughs> you remember now. I see you remember where we're at. Okay. I think it's Laverne's uncle. So... <clears throat> With the, the great fortitude that we, oh, our Jesus party possesses Christ. and the multitude of skills, we subdue lions, Greatest we subdue panther, ever. we subdue elephants, um, Ari goes and sucker punches a guard. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say goat. No. This is way more enjoyable than like the, the game um, itself. No, then, then, like other D and D games, I watch. Oh yeah, absolutely to, for sure. And um, our clerical elf decided to do the noble thing and protect <laughs> Calix from being executed. So that leaves Ari and Pan and Galsira to to clean up this chaotic mess that somebody created. Not sure who, <laughs> whoever has the power to turn into animals. Whatever, I don't know. <laughs> so we do that. Yeah. Um, I remember this so hard. I yeah. remember her being like, well, I'm going to do it. Like, <laughs> So we stave off the execution um, after we've done some sleuthing in Calix's warehouse out on the docks to try and find um, Atreus's ring. Was that his name? Atreus? Atreus. Which, um, no, that's the magistrate. Atreus is the noble who lost the ring. I believe you. Okay, that's good. You should because that's what happened. <laughs> Um, with our super sleuthing and the druid making up for her <laughs> shenanigans earlier, use detect magic or, det- or locate item mm-hmm. with the help of Pan's noble ring, and we find the ring. So I just want to say how but that happened clever. before the animal. Yeah, that was before. Yeah, I know just it's like, weird. Yeah, 
We'll Did you guys find the ring before we'll the, the animals order. or after yeah. the animals? It was before. It was before the okay. animals. It was before because we tried to stop the execution and then somebody turned in to get made, <laughs> and saved the day. <laughs> I I feel like every time we do this, your confidence just like grows. Well, it occurred to me that I have not been chaotic enough. Just in character, I think. (laughs) Um. All right. So once we found the ring and we solved the chaos that was the execution, we were left there standing in the circle or the square. And then all of a sudden, Lord Acrisius, the magistrate in charge of the execution or in charge of the security, shows up with, um, I don't know, all the swagger that a noble shows up with. I think it's Lord Atreus. Nope. Lord Atreus is the noble who lost the ring. Oh, they're both lords. Lord Acrisius mm-hmm. is Got it. Sorry, never mind. Acrisius <laughs> was definitely the one who showed up at <laughs> the end. Yep. My notes show that. Sorry. You're yep. welcome for all the A's. <laughs> and that's where we left off was the arrival of Lord Acrisius and us standing there with the guard that had been pummeled and a man who was um, charged, you know, falsely for a crime. So we got to speak with Lord Acrisius, who we found out was super cool and super chill. And uh, for a noble, he was super kind. Um, Pardoned Calix. um, uh, Gave us a medallion that said if we were ever back in the village to give the medallion to somebody and then we would be some. I think we're just going to pawn it. No, we're absolutely not going to pawn it. That was a joke. Oh, okay, good. Because it was a gift from a noble, and that shit's... It was probably worth money. Right, a lord. Yeah, but we're going to hold on to it in case we need it. And we met with Hollis after people got their hats and boots, and hats and boots, and hats and boots, and <laughs> hats and boots. And uh, then we had our meeting with Dion. <laughs> got a nice little riddle that um, I presume people wrote down. If they didn't, I recorded it with a voice recorder because I'm a goddamn genius. Um, on where we could or how we could find the robe and necklace of Harmonia. We left Dion, the Oracle, um, left Hollis, who said, now that you guys have what you need, I never want to see you again, blah, blah, who the fuck cares, <laughs> and uh, started to <laughs> take uh, a path towards um, what we presume is the first part of the riddle, um, uh, pretty rocky and rough, um, river full of this crazy-ass... Um, I may not know how to do this. Rapids. Good job. And uh, we slept for the evening, and we had the brilliant idea of having our druid turn into an elephant so we could get across this river safely. And that's where we left off. Last episode, not a whole lot of stuff happened, but a lot of plot happened. So in the last episode, um, we went to the... Oracle of Kosanis, um, who we later found out was Hollis's sister. While we had our official meeting with her, we were given a wicked cool prophecy um, about how we could find the necklace and the robe of Harmonia. So the riddle uh, was pretty, pretty cool. We had to find the temple of the winged feet on the third rising. Um, Half of the party fumbled around like idiots looking at a rock and kept tripping over it for some reason i don't i don't know how they managed to continue tripping was it all three of you 75 percent no, i of went i, I no, saw you go you. and i was like i'm gonna go with yeah hand. and yeah. the um paladin being as brilliant and wise as always just looked and found an opening in the cave 
which we presume was the entrance to the Temple of the Winged Feet. So we go in. Um, we go through the first couple part of the riddles. We had to fight some fatigue because if we were to fall asleep in there, we'd probably stay dead in there, at least according to the riddle. S- stay in darkness forever. Something to that effect. Guard against sleep. Or Oh, wait. No, I know. Sorry. Yeah. Guard against you. sleep. Um, and then we came face to face with Poseidon. Well, at least uh, a picture of Poseidon. And we got into this big, huge, grandiose opening that just went out into it looked like nothing oblivion, like a straight fall down. And Pan, again, being the best paladin <laughs> that he can be, just decided to run straight out. Wait, thinking, hold on. It says walk, not run. No, it doesn't. It was it was run. No, it's walk, not run. Nope, it's yep. totally run. Dude, I have the recording. That's what it was. No, it's walk, not run. Hold on. Oh, wait. No, and then it's you must run through the clouds. Yeah. I'm the asshole. I, I have I have the, per usual. I have the prophecy <sighs> recorded on my phone. You do. Yep. We I can play it back. We were supposed to run across the clouds. No, you were. And so Pan just ran. <laughs> and then everybody else was like, oh, let's all just uh, run. Yeah. yeah. Not running through the forest. That's what it was. Yeah. Walking through the forest, not running through the forest. And we had to run across the clouds. Right. And then we all did. We successfully all ran across the clouds. Nobody. Oh, no. Ari stopped and looked down and had to be saved. Only because I rolled poorly. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I was definitely not going to stop and look down and need to be saved. And as we ran across the clouds, got to somewhere, I don't know. Uh, some realm of the gods somewhere and came across this beach. Wasn't it like kind of gloomy and overcast or whatever? And then we found this ship with these um, ghost pirates, apparitions, uh-huh. some pirate of some such. And um, they wanted to be free from their curse. I suggested we use the um, sickle um, of Aspasia, Cronus' sickle that we found in Aspasia. And Ari had the brilliant idea of just giving them his Viagra potion. It's not really called a Viagra potion. It's a potion of vigor. but Vitality. Vigor, vitality, whatever. Viagra. And um, they were very thankful, and we were going to board the ship to get across the ocean to an island um, where we presume we are going to find the robe and necklace of Harmonia. We, had, we were getting ready to board the ship, and that's where we ended on the last episode. Uh, well, this is going to be a short recap because everything kind of took place on the ship for like an hour and a half. <laughs> so we boarded the ship uh, with Captain Barack. That's my, uh, that's my cross The ship to bear. that has no name. Let me we be clear. We knew it was a day's travel across the ocean to get to the island Barack um, Obama. that we're looking for. <laughs> Why we were out traveling, we got attacked by the Charbidus, which is this huge, giant, kraken-like sea creature. Um, there was an Good job epic... the Kraken Lake. Yep. There was this epic, intense battle um, where we all had to fight basically for our lives. And by all of us, I mean Ari, because he's the only one that really took any much or much damage. Um, what can I say? He's a liability. Um, you don't ever want a Dragonborn monk in your party. They are nothing but <laughs> liabilities. But I'm, I'm feeling stronger now. But there was an epic fight. Um, Lux cut off one whole tentacle, like just chopped it all the way off. Um, nice job, Lux. Jelsira turned into a bear and ate a whole tentacle. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Ari got bent over and took an entire tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> and Pan jumped Sucked into the mouth dick. of the Charbidus and wholly smited it and swung at it with the sickle of Kronos. 
Um, in full armor. Yeah, magically. <laughs> I am magically blessed by floated. Bahamut. Praise be to him. Must be a lot of salt in the sea. <laughs> he all floated pretty good, and, right? Um, Ari uh, somehow accidentally threw a dagger in the mouth of the Charbonus and a dart. made it retreat a throwing dart. into a the ocean. Dart. I don't know how it happened. It must With have been that, that snake venom that he dipped into it. Yeah, it really was uh, a snake venom. Just in case you guys didn't know, Charbonus is incredibly weak to snake venom. <laughs> now we know. And we, know. Uh, we were climbing back onto the, the ship for know. those of us that were in the water and um, probably trying to straighten the ship to get, hopefully, successfully across the ocean to um, the island where hopefully the robe and necklace of harmonia await us. And that's about that's about it, right? Thanks, Rachel. Yes. That's about everything that happened. So on the last episode, we found ourselves seabound on a pirate ship uh, going across uh, a sea. I guess that makes sense if we were seabound. We we're going across Take the two. sea. <laughs> and while we were on this boat, there was... Um, some giant tentacle kraken-like creature wasn't really the kraken. It was very pornographic. No, it wasn't. That started to take the boat like into its mouth, but there was quick work <laughs> by Ari to right the ship and keep it righted. There was a glorious battle where Pan jumped selflessly into <laughs> the water with a bolt of holy lightning. As he does. Yep. And Lux um, also jumped off of the boat with full bravado and severed one of its entire tentacles clean off. Clean off. Probably the penis. Probably the penis tentacle. <laughs> and um, as we were fighting, Ari had the brilliant idea to just let go of the wheel of the ship and throw a poison dart at the Kraken-like creature, which we found out turned out to be its ultimate weakness because one poison dart despite the other people <laughs> fighting this thing through battle and battle and battle and turn he hit it and it killed it well at least forced it to retreat one poison dart so the monk pretty much handled that creature all by himself <laughs> he was like I'm done with this ship bullshit here's a poison Wasn't tip he dart like rowing right before it to he was he was keeping the ship straight yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then the bear took over One the steering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bear was steering the boat. And uh, there was some cannon fire, but they were pretty useless because yeah. the ghost pirates had shitty ghost cannons. <laughs> yeah, and they came to the party way late. Way too late. Right. I know, right? What the fuck? Well, I mean, they were shitty ghosts. Like your shitty ghost ship is going to shitty ghost sink. Yep. <laughs> Dudes, and, uh, wake up. So we defeated the creature and got to um, the shore. And as we got to the shore, there was this deep, mysterious fog that none of us could see through. Um, well, of course, um, Pan did, because Pan's fantastic and <laughs> paladins are the best. Of oh, the Charbidus. And we found the Charbidus, yeah. And we were all scared because this thing had three titties and three dog heads <laughs> and a shark tail. You're actually talking about the Scylla. The Scylla, oh, that's it. Charbidus yeah. was the Kraken. Yeah, the Charbidus was in the ocean yeah. and the Scylla was on land. The Scylla? I was saying, yeah, actually, no, it's the Scylla, yeah. The Scylla. The Scylla. Okay, I thought it was the So, anyways, Scylla. it had three tits, three dog heads, and a lady head, and a shark tail, I think and it was a two snake shark body. Tails. Was it? I think it no, was. No, I think it was, it was one shark tail. It had three like fish tails. Oh, three, three fish, fish tails. tails. Three that, dog heads. Which we Three fucked. dog tails. Three titties. 
And a woman with only two titties. <laughs> three titties. No, we three all, titties. Every one of us saw three titties. <laughs> and we had a fantastic fight Some with Blade it. Blade Runner shit. Your um, perception is truth, so. <laughs> yep, that's how I remember it. And our brilliant druid had the plan of just summoning a big, huge orb of fire <laughs> next to the Scylla that would continually burn it. She killed it. Yes, she did. But not before it was compelled by Bahamut to stay there and duel me. Wow. Yep. My God is an awesome God. He reigns <laughs> way over shitty ass Weejess. <laughs> and so it had to stay there and get punched in the titties by Ari, get lit on fire and trampled when um, Jelsira turned into an elephant. And um, Lux actually had her first foray as a healer, making sure everybody stayed healed. <sighs> Guys, when I win the lottery, I'm going to have this podcast made into a cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to see it so bad. And we... Harmony Quest is nothing on us. Triumphantly and successfully defeated the Scylla and the Charbonus, and we decided to climb a huge-ass rock cliff. Well, some of us had to climb it. Somebody had a potion of climbing that just let them get up the hill. Yeah, it was a potion of climbing. Or a potion of climbing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a potion it of climbing. Like that. And um, we ascended the sheer rock face overlooking this gray, horrible, misty ocean where we saw on a pedestal or rock formation before us the robe and necklace of Harmonia. And that is where we ended the last episode. Was that pretty accurate? We won. All right. Oh. So um, after we got up the cliff face and we were gazing at this altar, Pan had the bright idea of cutting air with the sickle. That didn't work. Gonna start giving somebody else to do the recap. Pan yeah, is Pan yo, is being a little. Yo, uh, someone had the idea of seeing if there was a force field first. Okay, I'll get to that. Calm down. <laughs> and then Pan had the brilliant idea of trying to take a bite out of the golden apple, which didn't hurt or which didn't help, and it hurt a little bit. Uh, so Lux looked around to see if she could find any sort of barrier or any sort of writing on some columns with Jelsira. We were unsuccessful at finding any clue or riddle as to how to get into it. Gelsira. Gelsira. It's either or. Who gives a shit? Potato, tomato. (laughs) (laughs) And then Gelsira. Gelsira? No, I'm pretty sure it's Gelsira. It's Gelsira, but we call her Jelly. Yes. You guys are the wrong ones. (laughs) The wrong ones. It's a nickname. Jelly's a nickname. And then Gelsira decided, oh, well, you know what? Let's just um, go ahead and no, yeah. pray to Poseidon to see if he'll Neptune. Neptune was it Neptune? Is this well, your I, first I looked. Day? I, I looked at the shrine. Man, I had a long day yeah, today. Yeah, he's been through a lot. I just got off of a flight just a couple hours ago. It's is okay. Neptune we're here to, we're here the to other help. god of the sea? Yeah, I think Neptune is the Roman god of the sea. Um, it's a fucking planet, morons. <laughs> <laughs> Neptune's a planet. It is also the Roman, Roman god, god of the, of the sea. sea. Um, Poseidon is the Greek version yeah, I, of the god I, of the sea. Gilsira looked at the shrine and saw the signal, of, uh, the um, symbol of Neptune on the yep. ground. So I prayed to the Neptune. The signal sigil symbol. <laughs> so they're both the same. Neptune and Poseidon are both the same. They're both the same god. One's Greek, one's Roman. They are. <laughs> and um, she, Gilsira was then... Um, covered in this beautiful cone of glowing white light that granted her access 
into the shrine to obtain the robe and necklace. While she was also in that shrine, she found an old-ass journal from an old dead skeleton guy. Bone daddy. Bone daddy. <laughs> Shout and, out. And um, learned that somebody had spent three days building that barrier to keep the gifts out of, or the robe and necklace out of the covetous hands. I think covetous it's pronounced gifs. Yeah, gifs. <laughs> it is pronounced gifs. Gifs. Not G-I-F-T-S. Gifs. <laughs> to keep it out of the covetous hands of the Sklovari. And she obtained said robe and necklace, left the shrine. We descended down an exact 35 degree angle <laughs> <Exact>. hill <laughs> and found what would have been <laughs> the traveler's belongings, which was an old busted ass boat master like that and one. some tar. And we quickly fashioned a boat and a mast and a sail and shoved off into the ocean uh, where we were sailing towards what we think is um, Sklovari. And as we were sailing, there were um, some ripples in the water and some merfolk popped their head up. And we fucked them. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but uh, we think it's two merfolk or it could be one mer person with two heads. But not we're a not reverse sure. merfolk. It's a, and and Pan and, and Ari think that they're reverse merfolk where the top half are fish and the bottom half are humans. Find out on this That's episode. That's the fun part. The bottom half is play. the fun part yeah. of the human. And we no, will sir, find I out. I think you're getting a little more personality. <laughs> on this episode of Don't Summer let me punish play. that. I mean, who gives a fuck I about tits Whatever Mississippi mud or yeah. whatever you need to drink. <laughs> it's not that I'm bad. I'm enjoying it. Good. And that's where we left off. I'll keep doing it. Okay, so we got the robe and necklace. Uh, we read a musty old journal. We found a way off of the island. I crafted a boat with survival. <laughs> uh, we sailed across the ocean, ran into some merfolk, traded for some items. Somebody got some boots of teleportation. I got a stone knife. Somebody got boots of teleportation? Well, I know, somebody right? got what? some boots. We don't know what those boots I do. I'll fix it in post. <clears throat> but we got some boots. Uh, we got a potion. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. And then we finished sailing across the ocean to the city of Sklovari. Stopped and ate at a couple fisheries. Jenna ate at the poor boy fishery. I ate at the rich snooty fishery. <laughs> Ran into some dude in armor with, uh, well, shitty armor and an even shittier sword. Um, I accused him of stealing his glory. <laughs> I uh, remember now. Yeah. yeah. And he walked what off. What a punk. <clears throat> yeah. Idiot. And so Daphne got to eat his breakfast. Remember that? I, I do now. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty great. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so the guy that um, oh, yeah. I made run away, went to, I don't know, mayor or something. And we were making our way into the city of Sklovari proper. And I think that's where we ended last game. I think that sounds about right. Does that sound about right? Anybody yeah, else? I don't have a clue. Did I take notes? Oh, Probably yeah. Not. I took lots of notes. Oh, okay. So is that where we ended? We fought something. That is where you ended. Did, Did you say you fought a thing? I don't think we... We did. Uh, I, I thought we just I argued. I didn't with, fight a thing. I thought we just argued. I intimidated a guy yeah. away. Murder the governor. What was about murdering the governor? No, that was my idea. Was that we just... That's what we do now. You just yep. go into towns and murder the you governor. Just start murdering governors. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> All right. So last episode, 
We bought some fish rations. They were really, really good. Uh, we got in a fight with some surly guards who, for some reason or another, just decided they didn't like us because they were racist and they have small penises. <laughs> Poor um, guys. We should, you know what, guys? We should have just hugged them. <laughs> Been like, oh, <laughs> we're We should have talked about something entirely different than Ari's race. About all the good things that Dragonborn have done for <laughs> you know, Come at this. it from a different perspective. And Jelsira uh, headbutted a dude in the dick. Way to go, Jelsira. Can I just point out Daphne, not Jelly, is working on her third pulled pork burger. Let's go, um, champ. Those broche buns are amazing. <laughs> And right. in the middle of the tussle, uh, Ari had his bag stolen. And then we chased down the thief while Ari chases down the thief. Pan didn't. He walked there because he's slow and lazy. And we met a gentleman named uh, Stavros. Is that right? Yes. 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 It's like and Davros from yes, Doctor Who. Stavros with an R in it. And we found out that um, he had his family thrown stolen from him by his piece of shit uncle. And might have molested him. He might have. There is <laughs> only you would bring that out. There is strong evidence to catch it. And we found out that Stavros and his family have a lot of information on the fabled relics of Harmonia and may know a way for us to get to the mythical land of Phasian to the altar of the Twelve Gods. There is a catch, though. Mm. We have to depose says. the current leader who also happens to be his uncle. So we were all on and board. It also hap- happens to be something that we kind of like to do. We've gotten pretty good at it. <laughs> we are one for one. We're 100% for deposing it's, it's, lordships. It's our resume. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It's the, it's the one Adventurers overthrow governments. <laughs> and uh, we decided to take a short rest and catch our breaths and um, soon devise a plan for how we were going to depose his uncle. And further our knowledge of these relics and get to Phasian. And murder was that all some penguins. Did? That was everything we did. All right. So on uh, the last episode in our adventures yeah, yeah. in Sklovari, um, we got in a little tussle with a couple guardsmen who, for some reason, didn't like us in their town. They were kind of rude about it. Racist. So, yeah, we tried to go outside. We, we would pan and everybody else was like, look, we're not trying to fight. We're just trying to, you know, make our way out and go. Uh, if you don't mind, that'd be fantastic. We'll leave your town. They weren't having that. So then the, it came to brawls. It came to punches. Um, there was a blonde haired dude and there was a brunette dude and they both got embarrassed horribly um, and I mean just embarrassed there's no pun there with a bear like <laughs> Jelsira did not turn into a bear Didn't and destroy them um, but I think they just got intimidated away like we scared them away and sent them running and in that process of tussling with the guardsmen um, Ari had all of our shit stolen every single thing that we put in his half bag of holding he just had it stolen so our dragonborn monk, who's incredibly dexterous, can't keep track of our shit, and he just got pickpocketed. And you're, so, um, you're doing like two episode recaps. No, I'm not. You are because he does that every single time. That was 33 and 34. We were at the thingamajig. Yeah, no, don't he worry. Does that don't every worry. time? Yeah. Ready to fight? Yeah, don't worry. Okay. We'll get there. It's it's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's helping me out. So actually, um, he got his stuff stolen by Stavros. Yes. And we went to a little bar, and there was a plot. That 
begin to take shape. Yes. Where we had to go kill Stavros's uncle. We did. Yes. Because Stavros's family had been dethroned. <laughs> a coup, as it were. We'll use Donald Trump's favorite phrase. There was a coup <laughs> in their Ooh, fiefdom. Cuckoo. That was so coerent. <laughs> nope. That didn't land. <laughs> so um, yep. we go, we chase Stavros down. We get all of our stuff back. Thank God. Yes. Because uh, Bahamut, first of all, thank Bahamut that we got everything back. Um, We found out that um, in order to get our stuff back and in order to progress further into our adventure, we have to go kill Stavros' uncle. So Ari spends the night getting, no, no, Pan spends the night getting drunk. Everyone else gets rest because they're smart, genius, wise adventurers. And then we make our way to Stavros's uncle's compound, which is Stavros's compound. Getting some fights with some guards. I get in some fights with some guards. Only two of them because the other three just like fall off of ramparts and hit themselves with their swords and shoot themselves in the eyes with arrows. I don't My know. Guards they were are terrible. so bad. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, Josiris, Stavros, Lux, and Ari have the brilliant mastermind to sneak into the back via stealth. And that's when Ari remembers he's a monk of the hidden shadow or whatever. Yeah, I, I forget what way of the shadow. Way of the shadow. That was close. Very and close. just decides to stealth everybody up the stairs to skip all of the combat, costing all of us sweet, sweet, precious XP. Thanks for that. And um, get into the uncle's bedroom. They smell something. Um, nobody knows what it is. I think it's old man, but I wasn't there. <laughs> um, it was probably poison. Who knows? And then Stavros very defiantly jumps on his uncle's bed and stabs him in the heart and kills him. So we get Stavros's crown back. The uncle is dead. All the guards are now back sworn to the rightful heir of the land. And we find out more about um, the sickle of Kronos. We find out there's a hidden path that will take us to Falzian and the altar of Falzian. Falzian? Is that right? Phasian. To get to the altar of the 12 gods. And we should not stray from the path because Stavros, has, I guess, has been breeding terrible, horrible monsters off of the path for God knows how long. And we still have to worry about someone that's going to betray us in the future. Dun, dun, dun. And then we were going to stop Lux and rest for the evening. plays on her flute. We were going to stop and rest for the evening before we ventured off in the, the next morning. So uh, I presume everybody will have a long rest. You'll get to prepare your spells and we'll venture on foot to Phasian. I think that was everything. That was all the highlights. <clears throat> yes. Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Jenna is at Jenna Toll. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it.